0: When you've reached the witching hour, it's time to tune in to Magic and the Law of Attraction with your host, Madame Pemita, episode 30. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Madame Pemita, and you're listening once again to Magic and the Law of Attraction. The podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. What are the three things I need to know before doing a magic love spell? Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Madam Pamita, and you're listening to Magic and the Law of Attraction, The podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. So, in this episode, I'm so excited about this episode because in this episode, I'm going to be telling you the three things that you must know before you do any love spell a hoodoo love spell, a folk magic love spell, a any kind of love spell you're doing, you need to know these three things. And that includes the three magic words that I recommend that you use in every love spell. But before we get to that, let me share a couple of things that are going to be going on soon and places that you can meet me. I am very, very excited. I'm going to be at Peganicon in Minneapolis on March 20th through 22nd. I'm going to be there the whole weekend. I'm also going to be teaching a class, a workshop, alongside my friend, Jim Barker of the Divine Hand, Divine Hand Palmistry at thedivinehand.com. Jim is amazing. He's an amazing, amazing teacher. He is so dang funny. Everybody that goes to our workshop laughs their butt off you will have an amazing time. And you're going to, it's called the Palmistry Tarot Mashup. And you're going to learn about palmistry and how palmistry shows up in tarot cards. So if you're curious about palmistry, curious about tarot, know about tarot, but don't know anything about palmistry or vice versa, come on over to our workshop. It's going to take place on the 22nd at 4.30. Come on down. We'd love to see you. And if you see me walking around, say hi. Um, There's another place I'm going to be walking around in New York at the Reader Studio on April 23rd through 26th. Won't be teaching a workshop there, but I will be there. And I'll be enjoying the workshops myself. So I hope to see you. If you see me, lady with the purple hair walking around, please come up and say hi. I would love to meet you. That's the Reader Studio in New York. It's a beautiful tarot convention. Go check it out. All right, so let's jump right into it. Love spells can be amazing. Everybody, I mean, who doesn't love love, right? Love is amazing. Love is awesome. All that feelings, those great feelings that you have, the companionship, the partnership, the amazing passion of a relationship. Who doesn't want that? That is something that everybody or almost everybody wants to have in their life. But When we look at love from the outside, when we want to have love and we see someone over there in an amazing relationship and we don't have that amazing relationship, it can really remind you of the pain that you're feeling because you don't have that kind of love in your life. So when people come to me, oftentimes people come to me for love advice, either through readings or through spell work, when they want to do a spell for love, when a client wants to do a spell for love, It could be because they wanna fix the relationship that they have, they wanna bring back an old flame, they wanna bring a new love into their life. Um, These kinds of spells are things that we, there are things that we can do on the magical level to make these things happen. Love spells and positive intention can bring true love, but they may not be the answer to all complicated love situations. I've seen spells that have turned things around dramatically for people. I mean, relationships that we would look at from the outside and go, that's dead in the water and it comes back together and comes back together beautifully. But I have also seen love spells fall flat because the spellcaster didn't understand three very, very basic concepts of love magic. And that's what we're going to cover today. We're going to talk about those three basic concepts so that you don't go out there, try a love spell, and then get disappointed because it didn't work. Okay, first basic thing that you need to understand about love spells. You cannot use a love spell to make someone you've never met before fall in love with you, okay? If you haven't met that person and you don't socialize with them, It really is pretty practically impossible to make them fall in love with you. First, you have to have some sort of connection to the person that's your target. If you're going to do a love spell, you need to have a connection to them. So it's all well and good that I can do a love spell to make Brad Pitt fall in love with me. But Brad Pitt doesn't know me. How is he going to fall in love with me? How is he going to know where to go, who to call? It's not something that can be done. So the very, very first thing you have to do is if you have no connection to that person you have to get to meet that person so oftentimes when i have a client who is admiring someone from afar whether it's the you know person in the other office a- across the way and they haven't had the nerve to speak to them or it could be somebody it could be someone famous or it could be someone that is somehow not you know known to they're not known to each other they don't know each other you have to do a spell or you have to take some action to get a connection between you and that other person. So do a spell. If you are bound and determined to make Brad Pitt fall in love with you, but you've never met Brad Pitt before, then do a spell to open up the opportunity for the two of you to meet. All right. Do an an uh, open roads spell or do a wish spell. I mean, a beautiful, beautiful spell would be like working with an Aladdin's lamp because you're wishing f- an, and do it in orange. An orange Aladdin's lamp would be perfect for this. Why? You're wishing for that meeting of the two of you so that something can happen between the two of you. But you have to do some preliminary magic and do some pounding of the pavement to get to the place where the two of you do have a connection of some kind. You need a connection of some kind before any love can develop between you and the other person. After you have met that person and you've made a positive impression on them, then and only then are you in the right space to do some love magic on them. So do an old time spell to open up meeting someone. You can use open roads oil, Use orange candles, like I said, recommended. You might want to use a figural candle like the Aladdin's lamp, or you could use a seven knob candle for seven wishes that you meet this person. But do something along the lines of opening up the opportunity to meet them. You could do a super simple spell. You could get seven orange, thick beeswax tapers, dress them in open roads oil, Add oil to each of the candles as you put it on in an upward motion from the base to the wick and burn one of these each day. Put it in a little candle holder and burn one each day over seven days. Each day you want to speak that intention that the two of you meet and that you hit it off and repeat the spell once a month until the two of you make contact. So you'll do seven little candles over seven days. Do it once a month until the two of you make contact. Now, You might want to time that in a way that works to your advantage, like you do it when the moon is getting bigger and bigger, or you start it on a Friday or something like that. There's lots of ways that you can do this to sort of amplify that. But I also recommend you do the thing to put yourself in the same place so that the two of you can meet, right? So if I'm, I'm not really after Brad Pitt, (laughs) but... He's really not my type. I don't know why I bring him up. But anyway, if I wanted to meet Brad Pitt, I would have to try and get into some Hollywood parties or to get in some place where the possibility existed for us to meet too. So I'd do something on the material level and also do my magic on the spiritual level. It's late at night, you guys. (laughs) I'm a little giddy. Anyway, um, second, so first tip is about magic, about love magic, you need to know. The first thing you need to know is you cannot make someone who you've never met fall in love with you with a spell. You need to first do a spell so that the two of you meet, and then you can do your love magic. All right. Second thing that you really need to know about love spells before you start a love spell. A love spell can get you back together. If you've broken up with someone, a love spell can get you back together. But Whatever broke you apart in the first place, the problems that you had, the struggles that you had, it won't change that. A reconciliation spell is just to get the two of you back together, but you need to work on the problems, the underlying problems too, all right? I know something very interesting, a little insider information here. I know a lot of, I have a lot of colleagues, a lot of colleagues do um, magic for people, spells for people, candle magic for people. And I have a lot of colleagues, in fact, the vast majority of colleagues will not do reconciliation work. I do reconciliation work. I have a candle suite reconciliation. I light candles on my vigil, vigil candles on my altar for people, and I do it all the time. And I have good success with it. But I know a lot of people who won't do reconciliation work. And it is this point. This is the reason that they won't do it because of that problem that whatever was underlying the breakup or the uh, the problems that the couple had are still going to be there so that the couple breaks up because there was infidelity. They come back together, but they haven't dealt with that infidelity issue. They're going to break apart again. So I think a lot of root workers, a lot of spellcasters, feel like this feeling of like, oh my gosh, I keep doing this work and I keep, you know, the, the couple keeps breaking up over and over again. And the client feels frustrated and the spellcaster feels frustrated. So you definitely have to think about not only doing the reconciliation work, but addressing the issues that broke you up in the first place or the problems that you were having before you broke up. When a client asks me to do a reconciliation spell, I often ask them to have a session with me, to have a tarot reading with me or a spirit guide session, or something to get to, or past life session even, to get to the root causes of what the breakup was about. And then I can advise the client how to solve those problems before doing the reconciliation work, or you know, even simultaneously. But we need to address those problems that broke them up in the first place. So, for example, if the problem of the relationship that made them break up was that there were miscommunications that then caused heated arguments, I might then advise the client to do a positive communication spell before trying the reconciliation work. For example, a really, really sweet spell for bringing about that good communication, that healed communication, would be maybe to work with a Speak to Me spell kit or getting a Talk to Me lips candle. So that's the lip-shaped candle. I would recommend getting it in blue because blue is about healing and reconciliation. Then I would say, you know, inscribe your name and your lover's name on it, dress it in talk to me oil, light it on a Wednesday. Wednesday is the day of communication and let it burn completely while you're awake and at home to attend to it. So that candle burns fairly fast. You could do it in one day, but um, make sure that it's a day that you're at home and that you're awake when you can watch the candle. If you don't want to fuss around with that, you could get the speak to me spell kit that get that skip spell kit in blue. And then it has the candle along with herbs and oils, and also the step-by-step directions for how to do a spell for opening up that healthier communication between you and your love. So that work to heal that communication can kind of cut off any problems at the past, so that when you do the reconciliation work, then you're not dealing with that problem over and over again and having to do more and more reconciliation work all the time. Once that communication is back on track, you're in the sweet spot for doing that reconciliation work. And it has a much, much, much better chance of lasting for a long time rather than make up, break up, make up, break up, make up over and over again. All right. In a second, I'm going to tell you that third thing that you need to know before doing love spell. I'm going to tell you the three words that I add to every spell that open up your highest and your best. But before I do that, I want to tell you a little something about an amazing magical tool that you will want to have in your collection. If you're listening to this episode, you are probably interested in candle magic. I mean, we're talking about in both cases of of the meeting someone and the reconciliation and, and solving the problems before you do the reconciliation. We're talking about candle magic. Now, the spell kits that I sell are great. They give you the instructions. They give you the tools. They give you everything you need. To do the spell and do a great spell. And I believe in your ability to do a great spell. But if you're ready to move beyond uh, candle spell recipes, you know, like in a lot of books, they just give you recipes. And to be truth be told, my spell kit is like a, uh, it's like a meal kit <laughs> in a way, magical meal kit. Um, it's got the directions and it's got everything you need to do it, right? So just like a kit, you know, you might have a meal kit and you are great and you're learning how to cook, but now you're ready to graduate and start to really be a chef where you can take things out of the um, cupboard or the pantry or the refrigerator and really create something amazing, something delicious with what you have on hand. Well, you got to be, you got to step it up to be able to do that. So this is the tool that you need. I've got a book that's coming out called The Book of Candle Magic. It's published by Llewellyn Books, and it's coming out in October of 2020. My new book is amazing. I have to say I'm so, so proud of this book because it is different than any other candle magic book out there. Every other candle magic book out there is like, do this step, do this, use this candle, do this thing, do this. It's just a bunch of recipes, which is great, great, but it doesn't teach you how to become a chef doesn't teach you how to become a magician. And my book is to teach you how to become a magician. So I'll share everything I know about, I do share everything I know about candle magic in this book. I teach you how to create a candle spell from scratch. Which candles do you choose for your spell? How many candles do you want to use? Days and timings to start your spells. Everything you need to know to become a candle magic master. Now, There's something that I'm going to ask you to do right now and hope that you do follow up and you do do this because this is super, really important. I would love it if you would pre-order this book. You can do it online in a second. I mean, it takes you literally 30 seconds. You can pre-order it from Amazon, from IndieBound, from Llewellyn. You can pre-order it from my shop, even ParlorofWonders.com. If you order in these places, you most of these places, you don't have to prepay. You're just putting in your reservation. You're putting in your order. So it's not even like you have to come up with the $18 for the book. The book's only $18, and it's a hardcover book, I want to point out, for 18 bucks. What a deal. Pre-order from Amazon, IndieBound, Llewellyn, my shop, anywhere, and you can pre-order it and not even have to pay it until it comes out in October, and then they'll ship it to you. Perfect. So easy. But if you wanna triple your karma, your good karma, if you really wanna do something amazing, and I would be so appreciative if you would do this, order it from your local bookstore, whether that's a Barnes and Noble or a little mom and pop or a metaphysical bookstore, spiritual shop, any place that they stock books, if you can stop in or email them or phone them and you ask them to pre-order the Book of Candle Magic by Madame Pamita and published by Llewellyn Books, when you do that, you are amplifying the power of your dollar. And I'll tell you how. First of all, you are supporting your local bookstore. Don't you like having a local bookstore? I like having a bookstore that I can pop into and and peruse and look around. Every time you spend a dollar at a bookstore, you are helping that bookstore to keep going. So whether it's metaphysical spiritual bookstore or a regular Barnes and Noble, whatever bookstore it is, you are helping them to keep a bookstore in your neighborhood. You can support them, you can keep them in business. When you pre-order through the bookstore, there's another part of this that is super cool. You are alerting the bookstore that this is probably a book that they should carry for others, so they'll probably order another copy for the shelves there, which is a great thing because then that means There's a double effect that you're having a book for you and a book for someone else to see on the shelf and buy. You're also alerting my publisher that this book has got some traction to it, and that's going to be a very positive effect, ripple effect from this. You're also letting me know that you want more quality magic books out there, that you want me to write more books about things that you're interested in and that will help you. And that's helpful to me. And you're benefiting you because you are going to get an amazing hardcover book for less than $18. And I promise you that this book is going to be one that you will turn to again and again and again as you do your magic. So... As I said, many places don't even require you to prepay when you pre order you just give them your info and you pay for it when you pick it up. So if you wanna show me some love, you wanna show yourself some love by getting an amazing book that is gonna expand your magical practice, then pre-order The Book of Candle Magic today. And if you want some extra karma points, ask your library to carry it too, because the libraries do order and they do order things that people request. So if you can do that, oh my gosh, you will have a gold halo around your head. And I will thank you so much. Let me know that you did it. You can send me a message, a direct message on Instagram, leave a comment. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave a comment. You can even leave it in the reviews of uh, the podcast and let me know that you did that. All right. So Let's get back to it. Enough about that book, although that book is amazing and I'm super proud of it. Let's get back to the meat of this podcast. So what is the third thing that I recommend doing when you want to really, really do your spells in a really expansive way? Use these three words to bring your highest and your best. Add these three words onto any spell that you do, including your love spells, but you can do it on really on any spell. If nothing seems to be opening the way for you and the person, either that person, Brad Pitt, (laughs) that you want to be with or your relationship that you keep making up and breaking up and making up and you're on that cycle. If nothing seems to be working that way to get that, really get some traction with that, then sometimes the universe is telling you that, not that you're not deserving of love, but that there is a relationship that is better for you out there than this one that you're working so hard on. So I have a philosophy that has really helped me understand how you co-create with the universe and that process of co-creating. And this is a phrase that I have in my mindset, and I hope that you adopt this in your mindset as well. And that is this, that a closed door is as valuable as an open door. A closed door is as valuable as an open door. What does that mean? It means that if something doesn't yield to you, it's the universe keeping that door closed, not because you're not good enough for what's behind that door, but what's behind that door is not good enough for you. It's not your highest and your best. So if that relationship that keeps struggling along or that relationship that never gets off the ground and you keep working on it magically and nothing seems to be moving or shifting or getting better... Take a beat, take a step back, and look at it as that closed door that doesn't have something good enough for you behind it. When we meet that closed door in a magical situation, pay attention. If you want that lover to come to you and they won't budge, take that moment to step back and widen your horizons a bit. Do some attraction magic, broader attraction magic, to bring in your highest and your best love. And when you put that intention out there for that love, whether it's Brad Pitt or if it's your ex, you can do that attraction work, but let's widen it a bit and say, I want Brad Pitt or someone better, someone better. Because I may think Brad Pitt is the most amazing and he and I would be perfect together, but do I really know? Nah. I don't know. He and I may be terrible together, right? I want my highest and my best. So adding that or something better or or someone better to my spell widens the field for my best coming to me. All right? So there are the three tips that I have on the very basic tips on doing love magic and doing love magic spells. And I hope that you take these to heart next time you do a love spell. All right. And that about does it for this episode of Magic and the Law of Attraction. If you would like to get more info about love spells of all kinds, then check out my magic blog over at the Parlor of Wonders. Go to parlorofwonders.com. Go to instruction, go to magic blog where you can read a lot. I have a lot of blog postings about love and about love magic, and you'll find all kinds of other articles teaching you about magic, tarot, witchcraft, law of attraction, spiritualism, all of the good stuff. And don't forget, if you have questions about all that good magical and mystical stuff, then you'll want to join me at the Live Magic Q&A Tea Party every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Go to Spellsquad.com to get the secret code to join me. And here's the secret, if you do sign up for the Spell Squad, you also get a free copy of my gorgeously illustrated ebook, Seven Secrets to Supercharge Your Spellwork. Just go to SpellSquad.com and get your free copy there. Huge thank you to all the Spell Squad members out there who have subscribed to and shared this podcast with your friends. And big, big love to the fabulous folks who have left reviews on iTunes. Those reviews really help get the word out to the wider world and about this podcast, and I appreciate you taking the time to do them. Each week, each episode, I pick my favorite. It may not be every week, but every episode, I do pick my favorite written review, and we give a shout out to this person. And this week, my, this episode, I keep saying week, it's this episode, my favorite review was by G, the massage therapist who wrote I would have never thought that I would have been interested in magic, but Madame Pamita explains in a clear and understandable way, just how interwoven it is in the very fabric of thought and daily practice. There's powerful magic in intention, emotion, and disciplined action. I'm in love with her uplifting passion, goofy humor, I do have goofy humor, and gentle, organized delivery of her well-researched topics. And on a side note, my cooking has tasted so much better since I've listened to the using herbs magically podcast and practiced cooking with intention. Thank you, Madam Pamita. I love that. Oh my gosh. Go back and listen to that old episode because it is a good one and start doing everything, everything in your life, including your cooking in a magical way. That's the way we need to live, live a magical life, right? Thank you so much, G, the massage therapist for that amazing review. And you spell squad member out there who hasn't put it in a, re- hasn't put it in, re- in oh my Lord, it is late at night. You person out there who has not put up a review on iTunes, do you want to shout out too? Well, you can get one, go to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and post a written review. And let me know what you like and what you want more of. Well, that about does it. Thank you so much to Gilles Navarre for production and engineering on this episode. Thank you to my amazing boyfriend, Manfred Hofer, for announcing. And thank you to you, amazing Spell Squad members. I love you. Thank you for joining me. I'm looking forward to next week when we'll be answering the question, how do you find your spirit guides? How do you find your spirit guides? You'll have to tune in next episode to find out. Thanks, everyone. Have a gorgeous day. Oh. Until next time, this is Madame. It is late at night. Until next time, this is Madame Pamita saying, "Keep making your life the most magical adventure ever."